0: Everybody and welcome to Beyond the of the Weekly Episodic Podcast. We bring you the latest in news, news, rumors, and all the buzzes going on in the world. Professional wrestling. This week is going to be a completely different week, and there's no way I can sugarcoat this, folks. Um, something happened, but before we get to that, why don't I introduce the other two hosts that will be joining me this week? You know him as Alex.
2: Howdy, folks.
0: And joining us on
3: call live from the streets of London, Carl. <laughs> I wish from the streets of fucking London. Uh, no, right, yes, I'm currently walking home at the moment. I will be back on my uh, usual computer setup in a second. I just uh, was running a little later and didn't want to keep the guys waiting. But obviously, uh, I'm. Uh, it was able to switch work shifts, and then obviously, what happened this week, it was a case of well, I've kind of got to be on the show this week. Yeah, there were two. Well, at
2: least you're getting a workout on the way home there. For well, the most well, yeah.
3: Why do I sound like Darth Vader? <sighs> Yeah.
0: Oh,
4: well, uh, that'll
3: be because it's fucking cold. <laughs>
0: yeah, It's 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 like minus three degrees in England right now, folks, so you'll have to forgive. Yeah. Um, there are two things that happened this week, and we all know what one of them is, but those of you that have been sleeping under a rock, um, I have the unfortunate... Um,
3: for those who don't follow the Facebook
0: page. Yeah, for those that don't follow the Facebook page, I have the unfortunate responsibility, but uh, Strada, the Swedish guy... ...has passed away. He uh, is no longer a part of this world. And this all comes to a shock. And there he goes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Forgive me for that. Um, No, Strata passed away. We're still not sure 100% when, why, or how. But I think that's irrelevant. Um, So Beyond the Mat lost one hell of a host, one hell of a guy. And um, I guess going around the table and discussing it is the best thing to do. But, um, yeah, I, I, news broke out on Monday, and I reported it, and hopefully it w- didn't seem too callous. But this comes as a shock because uh, me and Strada were, you know, we were tight, and, um, you know, we were good friends. And it's to me, it's a shock that he passed away, and we don't know. Still, and there he is.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he's actually holding the shirt right now. Yeah, as I'm walking along these streets, he's trying to savage. He's coming after you now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, there wasn't a show last week, or at least there wasn't one on the uh, feed. Um, and for if you go ahead and explain all that stuff uh, as as to what happened with uh, you know, we just didn't hear from him since uh, the Royal Rumble show, right?
0: Yeah, the last time we heard from him was with when he did the Rumble match with you, the, the Rumble show uh-huh. with
3: you. Yep,
0: and I heard back to it, and. um you know he sounded okay, and me and Alex were talking before the show um, that he sounded fine. And to our knowledge, he was a uh, he, he wasn't an alcoholic, and he wasn't you know a drug user to our knowledge. So this comes as a huge shock to all of us. And Alex, I know you've yeah, had he, he, a, was only, uh, what, he was
3: only what thirty four. He was
0: 36, I think. Thirty
1: six. Yeah, he was. That's to my knowledge.
3: Oh hi, Michaela. hello.
1: Hey, what's up, Carl? Not bad, just walking
3: home. That's why you might hear some uh, noises. I'm doing, but it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, uh, <clears throat> obviously this is uh, obviously a hell of a thing, and uh, uh, I don't know what do you say. I mean, we didn't we didn't know him, but we did know him kind of thing. Um, Strada, was a it was kind of um, a transitional thing where he came onto the show just before I left or I became more part time. Um, but even so, we'd continue messaging back and forth. Facebook Messenger and on Skype, he'd send me messages all the time, asking my opinion on things and and stuff like that. And really, he and uh, DM were sort of the guys who carried on the show after I became part time. What part-time. about me? <laughs> well, yeah, no, 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 no. You, you obviously as well, Alex. But uh, sometimes, you, sometimes you couldn't make it, couldn't make it either, and stuff like that. But there was always two constants every single Saturday. Uh, was D M Estrada, and uh, even even to the point of he was always the guy who messaged me and said, "Hey, let's do a WrestleMania review, let's do a Royal Room review," and that's when you'd occasionally hear me on the show. Was where he'd remind me, "Oh yeah, you've got this show that you started," and, and never on anymore. Uh, well, <laughs> um, you've but, got so uh,
0: many other projects going on. It's you know. Well,
3: it's mostly it's mostly the case of uh, you know obviously working weekends at uh, four a.m. and five a.m. It just didn't uh, become. Logistical to to come on, um, but but you guys carried it on, uh, yeah, you Strada, I, I, and Alex.
2: I think it was they all did. right that you that you did your own thing anyway because now we have like our show, and
4: I'm yeah. <laughs> one just, of the big not parts to say of that this. It's, it's not still your
2: show, but now it's no, like, no, absolutely. You
0: know, oh, no, it's, it's ours it, now. It, I, God damn it, I'm sabotaging. No, no,
3: no, no. I, I, I'm, happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to say that that. You know, this is now, this show is now DM show, he runs it, he operates it, it you know, the handoff process kinda of was slow. Like he started doing the run throughs and things like that after James left. Um well I'm in good terms with it, by the way, if people haven't heard. Me and James are back on talking terms and I'm on shows with him again, but um Yay.
0: Uh, it's so weird that Strata dies and everything on your end is getting better. That's just so Well,
3: funny. yeah, it happened it happened oh. a couple of months ago. Um so yeah, but uh, no, we you know we, we joke, we, we uh, jest, but it's obviously a, a hugely serious thing because you know uh, we've never had this before. We had a listener a couple of years ago that passed away, but it was never a case of somebody who, in my case, for a couple for a couple of months, and then for you guys, for years, was somebody who came on every Saturday and spoke about wrestling with you. And uh, as I say, I can use to speak about him on uh, Facebook Messenger and talk to him all the time, and occasionally get on Skype and just chat and stuff. So it's kind of a kind of a crazy thing uh, to hear when you know when we saw on his Facebook wall all those messages saying "Rest in peace" in Swedish. We were like, "Wow, what?" what?
1: Yeah, I was like, "What was that about?" And I t- and I translated the text. And I was like, "Are you serious?"
0: Yeah, yeah. And poor Alex right, found I'm out just
3: yesterday. Going to over
1: to the oh, yeah, yeah. I, he you commented goes, oh. on oh, my right
0: post. Ahead. Yeah, so Alex, you found out yesterday because um, your laptop, and you mentioned this last week too, and me being the brain surgeon that I am, completely forgot, so I'm thinking, oh shit, something happened to Alex. Um, but you found out yesterday, or was it Thursday?
2: Um, I, think, I think it was Thursday. It could have been Friday morning.
1: Uh, it way, was it yesterday. Was... You commented on my uh, Facebook post, remember?
2: Uh, I, I don't remember exactly when it was, it, it, it could have been yesterday, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I had the computer in the shop all week, getting it upgraded, and, um, I went online to see what you guys had thought about Danny Bryan retiring, and, uh, I saw that big post, uh, that Michaela put up, uh, about Thor and Odin and, (laughs) and And I was like, I was like, what is this about? And it's like, I was like, Oh, Uh. and then I found out, you know, more and more. And I looked into it and it's like, Oh, okay. Strata died. And it's like, well that, I mean, I'm lucky. I didn't find out, you know, the same night that, uh, that I did. Yeah. Yeah. that That DM did because I was a fucking wreck that night. I was like a, I was crying and shit because... I mean, That'll be part you know, two of the show, folks. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. When Danny Bryan retired, I was just I was distraught. And thankfully, I didn't find out about uh, Strata until I composed myself. And so I'm, I was in much better shape when I found out and I was able to handle it. It wasn't a...
1: Lucky you. I found out about both on the same day.
0: And that was all my fault because I love giving out bad news. Um... <laughs> It, you know, in my case, and I think the hard part for me is me and Strata work so close together on the show. He would throw, yeah. I- he would throw ideas, and I I'd go, no, Strata, no, it's not going to work. Um, or I I'd throw ideas at him, and it just, you know, the, the the hard part is, you know, he always checked in on you. He was the kind of guy that if you were shitting on the toilet and just had a shit day, he would send you a message and say, you know, what's up? And it's like I'm shitting. You know, I haven't stopped shitting in the last 14 hours. And then he'd have some freaking, you know, anecdote, you know, from Sweden that has no relevance at all to what <laughs> I'm doing, <laughs> but it made you feel good. At least it made you feel good. Or, you know, you would say, I just bought this drink, you know, at Circle K or something. Oh, that,
1: that'll cost the 50 Swedish kroners. Yeah, or whatever yeah like 9,000 kroners or something like that.
0: You know, and he was so, in- and heaven be damned, heaven be damned if he ever called anybody by their kayfabe name. You know, he never once did he say Cesaro. Never once did he say no, Rollins. No. Never once did he say... He never called him Daniel Bryan. It was always Daniel. Always
1: Brian Danielson. He always had a habit of doing that. It's
2: like, it's
1: his Brian name is Cesaro. Danielson.
2: No, it's Castagnoli, motherfucker. Claudio Castagnoli, Tyler <laughs> Black, and... Yeah.
0: You know, and he... he That was his quirk. And, you know, as I can laugh at it now, but the last four or five days, it's been... I want to say rough because, again, we never met face to face. It's not like we shared a beer together. But again, you work with someone for almost three years and then they just mysteriously vanish. It's like, well, where the hell? You know, it's this is, I think it's a it's a loss uh, for the, the Beyond the Next. It's a Mac huge community. loss. And um, quite literally. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, just want to say he
2: used to, uh, he used to, like, chat me up a lot back when. Uh, back when we first got on the show and eventually I had to be like, Strata. I-, <laughs> I mean, because he would want to talk for hours on Skype and I was just like, okay, I gotta go. I have like a friend over, you know, Cause, and I
1: really would. <laughs> me and <Strata laughs> talked for four hours on one Skype session. Four yeah. hours!
0: Yeah, he, that's just the kind of guy he was. Hell, he would talk to my fiance about me just to see what I was up to and it's like, you can talk to her and then they would back and forth. He was a talker. That's just the kind of guy he was. And there are days where you held your head and go, can can we close the conversation, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we, we've we talked about wrestling. Now we're talking about cake. Now somehow we're getting on the physical compounds of, of politics and croners. And it's like, this has nothing. To, like, can we please move on to the subject? And, you know, and again, I think for me, it's it's rougher because I work so closely with them and. And I, I miss the guy, but now I'm able to laugh because I think of all the things. Hell, I was driving to the venue today to to do some stuff for the wedding that's coming up in seven months, and um, I can just hear Strata in the back of my head. But what if we move the tables this way? You know, what if we had you know like lights and shit? Because you know, <laughs> you, know you know what this would cost in Swedish kroners. I'm like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's like, I, I don't care how much it costs in Swedish kroners. We don't have kroners. We have dollars. And thanks, Obama. I don't know. I don't know how that popped in there, but um, <laughs> thanks, Obama. But no, I uh, I don't know what else really to say. That um, this is not how I wanted to start the show, <laughs> with with death. Yeah, no. Um, it's definitely not something to laugh at. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean,
2: we're kind yeah. of like we're kind of like roasting him here, but he was actually a really nice guy. You never really felt um, like he he he, he talked a lot, and and he but he was always really. I mean, that's the, be- the best way for me to describe him would be very, very kind. He was ne- I mean, yeah. In- I mean,
1: unless you brought up John Cena because he oh my God. hated John Cena I then he was it. a really nice guy There was one night where I was talking about John Cena, and I regret it because we were both <laughs> We both went off. And he
0: loved his women. God damn did he love his women. I can't even repeat some of the stuff that he would tell me in private. And and what did Damn did he love Awesome Kong. Damn did he love Awesome Kong.
4: Yeah,
1: damn, did he, awesome yeah Kong. he did.
0: <laughs> uh, it's all I like, can say about like that. you want
2: a you want a funny story right here like okay so I okay. I went out I went outside one time um <laughs> to uh, with my computer I went I, I was I was visiting took my computer outside I was talking with my mom outside. <laughs> And and I was talking to Strada at the same time. I was just typing to him, and he just posts porn right there while my mom's sitting right next to me. <laughs> he just posts some naked chick, and uh, and I, I don't even remember. It, it may have been a little bit X-rated. I mean, it was. It wasn't Do you just still dude. have the photo? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Cause oh, you can look
1: computer- on his Twitter. Like every other single post was that alone. I'm, I'm serious.
2: But yeah, I was just like Strata. I'm sitting right next to my mother, <laughs> and but yeah, he was because that was he. W- he would always be like, "Hey, do you think this chick is hot? Man, I love her," and and yeah, it was just he. He loved women absolutely because he was a man.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what men do. They they love on women, and that's a lot of dude to love. Um. <laughs> so I uh, I miss him, and um, the show's never going to be the same without him, I can tell you that right now. Uh, yeah, the, su- no. the sucky part was for episode 400, I was going to do Strata Bingo.
1: Oh. You know, every
0: time that he says something, you know, like, you can never say uh, Dutch Montel. He would always say Dirty Dutch. So I was going to do all the catchphrases, and, well, he, he's dead now, so he can't really play Strata Bingo. Um, mm. But, you know. It sucks, and I think the best thing to do is to just kind of move on to even more depressing news this week.
3: Yeah, I, Welcome say, back, Carl. Uh, hello, I'm back. Uh,
1: hey, where'd you go?
3: I uh, went off the call and came back, as I said. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> no, um, absolutely, and, uh, you know, we joke because, you know, that's what we do, but uh, it, obviously it's... Uh, it. Uh, it get, Strada is a great, uh, was a great, was a great part of the show, and, and uh, I know some people out there posted messages saying, you know, lose the Swede, he's over, you know, uh, all sorts of oh. stuff. Uh, um,
0: well, hopefully, you people are fucking happy, you assholes. Uh, he was
3: um, he was
2: quirky, but I I don't think we should have we would have ever got he he would have never needed to leave. He was a part of the show.
3: Exactly, you know, uh, it's he was all, awesome. Uh, he was a fantastic personality and one thing I'd say is uh he was always super positive and happy and uh I yeah. never he never came on here and was like, Oh god damn it, I'm so angry and started ranting like uh, some maybe Well he did yeah. once. He did
0: once when Kevin Owens got beat by Cena twice. Uh- <laughs> oh I remember <laughs> yeah. that. That, that, was was the, that was the one-time where Strada. Did you <laughs> get fucked too. in the ass or something? Because
4: you're not a good
3: thing. <laughs> uh, you know, for the most part, he was always uh, very positive, uh, always up and uh, was just a uh, joy to work with as I saying, we would always send messages and encourage me to go to the show and do an extra little show with him here and there. And uh, that's one of the big things now is uh, he and DM, obviously, and Alex, um... Were the pillars of the show uh, for the past, you know, however long it's been since I started working weekends, and uh, it's a question of where do we go from here? What what happens from now? Is it going to go back to being um, myself on a regular basis? Um, if it is, it's going to have to be moved days on the days that we record. What's um,
1: going to happen to NXT? So, That's yeah. It's a case question. of
3: tonight is a special occasion because I uh, uh, say I I switched work schedules last week uh, for this uh, for tomorrow. Um, so I was going to, you know, I was going to be free tonight anyway. But then, obviously, once ha- what happened with Strata, I was like, well, I've definitely got be on the show now, and um, you know, I'm I'm watching Roar again. I'm... <laughs> so that's the positive, so I can actually kind of report on it. Um, and uh, I, I, obviously, I can bring the perspective. of I might watch Lucha Underground every week, so I can report on that. So yeah, um, you might uh, be getting me on a more regular basis now because obviously, it's a case of um, a big part of the show is missing, so we've got to replace that.
0: Yeah, we're gonna Uh, do everything. Yeah, I think we're gonna do everything in our power to try to make the show as best we can, considering the loss. And uh, you know, as far as NXT goes, we'll think of something. Raw and SmackDown are going to be the same. And as far as the news of the week, it'll be the same. Um, It'll just it'll have to happen. So those of you that sent me messages or actually sent Strata messages, uh, thanks. Um, But as soon as we find out details, if we get them, I will uh, I will let everybody know. But Strada, we miss you, and uh, hopefully,
1: yeah, hopefully, you're not,
0: hopefully you're not too pissed off that Danielson left, because I'm still saying you took him with you. His career, at least. <laughs> As heaven be damned. Yeah. So, with that being said, on a positive note, why don't we talk about the
4: news of the week?
0: And this is the top story, folks, because if you were living under a rock, Brian retired. Daniel Bryan appeared on ESPN SportsCenter on Tuesday night and spoke with Jonathan Coachman about his retirement from professional wrestling. Bryan revealed startling new details about his condition that puts his attempts to wrestle again to an entirely different light. As Bryan's doctors have been able to document 10 of his concussions, that's at least 10, He has probably had more than that since it's hard to document them or even define what a concussion is. His recent EEG brain scan revealed some brain function slowing in a small subacute or chronic lesion of the area of the brain responsible for causing seizures. In fact, he's been suffering from post-concussion seizures that he's been keeping quiet for a long time. He is glad that the latest test revealed why he's been suffering seizures and the doctors are confident he should be okay in the long term. At the end of the day, he had an incredible career and is grateful for the ride he was fortunate enough to take. He'll miss the people the most, but he plans to be in touch with everybody and that is not the last that we will see of Daniel Bryan. So... Basically, he was forced into retirement. Um This sucks. <laughs> First uh, all yeah, now does. Brian,
2: this sucks.
1: God damn it, this uh, was uh, shitty. I can't
2: I can't tell you how friggin' much this upset yeah, me. Because... I wish
0: I had your phone
2: number. I would have texted you and said you need a hug, dude. Yeah, um, I had to. I, at first, I had to take my computer in, and there was a price negotiation or no, not negotiation thing, but they gave me the wrong price, and I had to get extra money, and it was just all stupid. And I, so I was at, without a computer, and I was going to have to pay more, so I wasn't very happy to be in with. And then I was at home with no computer, and then uh, my phone had has the app on it, and it said, "The uh, Danny Bryan announces retirement," and it's like. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's just, just <laughs> fucking awful. And I knew the second the show started, I was going to be crying, and that's exactly what happened because they dedicated that entire episode to him, and you got to see his, you got to see his rise from the beginning, you know. And it was just like, God, yeah, damn.
1: when he was a, yeah, when he was a babyface NXT star. I mean, that's the yeah. back that they went,
2: and it was like. I had, I mean, anybody who knows me knows I have two two favorite wrestlers. One is the Undertaker, and the other is Danny Bryan. And because uh, Danny Bryan, I I my my perspective on wrestling is a little different from DM and Carl's because um, I I only recently started watching again, and around the time that Danny Bryan grew his beard out and started the Yes Movement, so I got to see. I got I, basically, I started watching. I think around the time he started dating AJ, fake dating, whatever. And, uh, and so I like, and I watched this guy and he was just like amazing. And I was like, dude, this guy, this guy is fucking great. And I had never felt that way about anybody other than like Undertaker and, and just captivated my imagination and, and, uh, and I just watched him over the years, and he was just putting on the best fucking matches I had ever seen. And uh, you know, he had, then they had the whole authority thing. He beat John Cena clean. John Cena shook his hand. Yeah, there was there was no rematch, no no getting the win back. And then he had the whole authority thing, and he kept getting screwed. And and then he had WrestleMania where he beat. Basically Evolution all in the same night and it definitively just beat everybody. Got, got the championships. Then he was out with injury. And we were like, oh, shit. And then he had the whole thing where he thought he might retire. And I fucking cried that night. And then he was like, nope, I'm not retiring. I'm going to be back. And he came back won the Intercontinental Championship. Then he was out with a concussion. And we had heard, like, all these rumors that he would be back again because all these other tests were saying he was good. The only doctor not letting him back in was um, was uh, Maroon, and um, yeah, I a guess th- I, th-
0: I guess thank God, you know. Yeah, it, mean,
2: it's it's great in hindsight, but at the time, I mean, I was just waiting. It wasn't. I, I never felt bad because I was like, well, he'll be back eventually. It could be a long time, but I expect him back. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, you just find out, oh, he no, he's not. He's he's officially renouncing his retirement because. His brain is just not in the kind of condition you want it to be in, in that kind of environment. Because uh, he's had, he has a lesion on his brain causing seizures, and it's like wow. But yeah, no, that was an awful night, and oh man, i i was I was practically sick to my stomach. It was I was just like that was my favorite wrestler, and he had. While while he had like a great career, it was still pretty short in WWE. I mean, I know he had a big, he, you know, he wrestled for fifteen, about fifteen, sixteen years altogether, and uh, and uh, I'm sure if Strata was here right now, he'd start mentioning all the great stuff he did on the indies. Yes,
1: yes, he would. Dates
2: and yeah, Brian Danielson. Uh, and then he'd say, "I need to watch this match." Um <laughs> and watch this promo
3: and but yeah, um it was uh But Alex, do you think he's gonna come back as Brian Danielson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does exactly a strata question. <laughs> <laughs> do you think
0: can... No uh yeah, I Daniel think Brian retired, not Brian Danielson. That's
2: that's yeah. how that works. But I'm no, filling in for my so...
3: European uh, compatriot. <laughs>
2: this that was just uh it was a shit week, but that yeah that monday man that that was a shitty Monday, especially for uh, other oh people my, i was
1: beyond a shitty monday
3: uh, uh yeah, and obviously yeah with the news that we got as well um yeah the um I hate to say, it, but i kind um, of um this was i saw this coming, am I okay sometime? by the way I, I, Oh, yeah, oh, no, yeah, I, yeah, it's fine. I, okay, I, I wonder whether I was breaking up, because uh, it's the connection's been a bit weird. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I kind of saw this coming. Uh, when he got injured with a concussion, uh, all I could think of was Corey Graves, and how it would be uh, forced him to retire because of uh, concussions, and how they're being careful with Dolph Ziggler because of concussions.
2: And um, you, of course, have, I mean... what I've heard clob, of the neck. Yeah, and uh, well, Benoit's that's the big
3: a, one. Yeah, you know, Benoit pretty good, was uh, the Benoit was the wake-up call for the wrestling world to hey, maybe not twenty shots to the head every night. Yeah, uh, maybe I not mean, shots let's, let's, let's not
2: let's not have any more murder suicides because when your brain is that fucked up, you do crazy shit. So well, look, how the hell is McFoley still alive? That's what I don't understand. Well, yeah,
3: <laughs> look, just because yeah, just because it happened to one person doesn't mean it's gonna happen to everybody. I don't, I don't think anybody expected Brian to. You know I didn't think Brie was in any trouble, do you know what I mean um but not not yet, but uh <laughs> no, oh, we, oh
1: it, my God, yeah The <laughs> big,
3: the big um thing is obviously to protect his health and to make sure he didn't become a vegetable, and that's what that matters, and that he's healthy and he's happy, and that matters way more than wrestling
1: oh absolutely uh, exactly,
3: um, yes, it does um so i I mean part of it was like, God, damn it, I got to see a j Styles and Brian. And on the same screen on WWE television, it was for Brian retiring.
4: Fuck.
2: Yeah, um, like week.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's how we it. So uh, it's
2: yeah, that's the saddest part. I mean, is that I mean, watching him wrestle was just something special to me, and and I know it was to everybody else that that was a Danny Bryan fan, and it's like, I I I mean. I honestly don't. I mean, and and I'm I'm sure I'll be wrong. I'm sure I'll find somebody else one day that I think is as good as Danny Bryan. But yeah, but
3: that's that's, yeah, that's his name weird is Sami Zayn. But yeah, well, yeah, but that's, that's the weird thing is is um I, I as soon as AJ came back, I was like, oh, I can't wait until it came back. As soon as AJ debuted, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait. If Bryan comes back now, and oh my god, because they were those are two guys that were very similar. They came from very similar roads, but they separated uh brian said norah aj went to tna um and you know it's a case of they never wrestled they'd wrestled back in the ring of honor during the the very original days like 2002 uh but they not really met on a high profile i was looking forward to seeing that and it's and then somebody mentioned this to me this week um, punk and Brian for all you think about punk these days, of course. Uh, but Punk oh, and we'll Brian, about him. we
1: all know that Alex loves punk. That's all I got. to well, say. Uh, oh, oh, you the, haven't really uh, been on the show
2: since I went off on Punk, have you? Well, it, it, it feels like the last time you were on the show, we we still kind of liked Punk. Um, well,
3: <laughs> yeah, well I, I was here. When, I was. Here, I think I was here for the show when he came out and said it was the doctor's fault, and all. Yeah, um, but. When you when you went off on him for that one, but uh, I obviously haven't been around since. But you know, Punk and Bryan basically paved the way, uh, especially Bryan, uh, for they what, had where?
1: fantastic matches. Money in the Bank. That's all I got to yeah, say, yeah these
3: these guys paved the way for their um, contemporaries from the Gabe Sapolsky Ring of Honor era and the TNA uh, to to get brought into WWE as they are now. Uh, you know, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles aren't in WWE. Sami Zayn isn't in WWE without Bryan Danielson. Um, and that's how... Yeah, you know, because of because of his success, they brought in Gassi him And now look what they're doing with AJ. They're basically trying to say, look, he's the new Bryan, you know. Um... To, to transfer some of that heat to him and they're programming him with The Miz and things and, and uh, in some respects because they think that, uh, you know, they'll get the kind of same heat except, you know, doing it better this time and not treat, treating him as a chump for, uh, for the beginning part.
1: And,
3: you know, it's, Don't get it's, me it's,
1: started on The Miz's current character and his wardrobe. I hate it. Oh, good. <laughs> that means the gimmick's working.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but, no, I, I, it, it's a case of it's a shame that didn't happen but um you know what at the end of the day brian got to main event wrestlemania and won the biggest prize in the game beating triple h who you know everybody knows his reputation he doesn't lose uh he beat triple h and then he beat two of uh, vince's golden boys and stood tall on the main event of wrestlemania one of the landmark wrestlemania's wrestlemania 30 so you know He went to the top. He It's not like, where could he, like, of course we could say, oh, he could have had an up team title reigns and been, you know, the guy of this era. We could have had incredible matches. Yeah, definitely. Personally, I don't think after that first injury, we would have ever seen Brian back on the top, at least not, you know, for the world title again, um, just because I think WWE were cautious about him because of that. Uh even if Brian would have been cleared for this, I don't think they would have put him into any kind of I think they would have told him to knock off the, the some of the high impact moves he did and he would have gone to more of a submission based style again. Um so I don't think it would have been the same. So he got he got to go to the top, he got to be the man. Uh it's just a shame that his career ended the way it did, and uh, unfortunately because of the you know how we've wisened up to concussions now. It's not going to be a Shawn Michaels situation, you know. Um, you don't come back from a concussion. Uh, no,
0: you don't. And I'm going to say one thing, and I may get heat for this, and I don't care. Um, I blame Punk for this. Oh, wow. The reason, the, <laughs> oh, my no, God. No, I blame Punk for this because he was the guy. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He was the guy that swore up and down, you got to push Brian now. They pushed Brian. Brian got fucked. But here's yeah,
3: well, the, okay, okay. Look, he wasn't. No, <laughs> the injury he had last Dude. The the injury he had two years ago had nothing to do with his injury last year. His injury last year was concussion. The injury the year before was, I believe it was a shoulder injury, right?
2: It was Uh, a neck and shoulder
3: nerve. At least least
0: Brian sought medical attention right the fuck away, unlike somebody else.
3: But that's that's the thing that makes... That, see, that's the thing that, that, that gets me is that the injury that took him away from us when he was at the height of his popularity isn't the one that ended his career. It just so happened he got injured again when he came back. It's like fucking that guy's life. Goddamn.
0: And when we get to Raw, um, it's going to be interesting, but it's weird. And we were just talking about Punk and Danielson just a second ago. Punk left and he's bitter. Brian leaves and he's like super grateful. Like, no, that's cool.
3: Whatever. No, dude.
1: he's grateful he left, not being paralyzed. No, he's, still no, grateful, you know, he's
3: not. He's not grateful. He's 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 not grateful to be leaving. He wants to wrestle, but he but he's, he's but yeah, he's grateful
2: for all the stuff that happened in WWE, exactly, and in wrestling and what wrestling and WWE did for him and the people he met and the
3: the girl he met and all
2: the exactly. great things they, that have, happened and exactly
3: they and, took a uh, they took a guy who was an internet uh sensation he was a great wrestler on the independent circuit brought him in they didn't own a thing but they met uh, but eventually after the fan support swelled up around him after firings and whatever else happened they made him the man in the main event of wrestlemania and he met his wife through this company he's like yeah he's, he, he understands the food uh, that we the fans gave him everything and he was and he is grateful that because he's just a nice guy uh, you know, it, there's not many of those in, in wrestling, unfortunately.
0: Though there isn't, and this is just, this is just strike two.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, that
2: that's, I, I I would say, not to keep talking about Punk, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Oh, we will hear that, in a sec, don't worry. That's, I got that's something the difference him. between... Oh you know, yeah, the back injury. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, but but yeah, I was going to say the difference there is that uh, Danny Bryan is a very, very nice guy, whereas Punk is kind of jaded and pissed off and just well, yeah. the,
0: the, the world owes Punk Danielson owes us, in his opinion. Yeah, which is weird. It's like, no, no, you, no, dude, you, you did your thing. Um,
1: uh, yeah, prepare the barriers because I'm kind of pro Punk, and we all know what uh, Alex's opinion of Punk is. So, uh, yeah, prepare for that story.
0: You won't be pro Punk in a minute. Uh, oh, T- Titus O'Neil, you know that big black guy who um, was like father oh, yeah. or something. Well, he's been been suspended for unprofessional conduct, according to PWInsider.com. Anything that comes out of Dave Meltzer's mouth, do not fucking believe, so there you go. Uh, But Titus was sent home when he arrived at Tuesday night SmackDown tapings, as fans have, well, saw him grab Vince McMahon at the end. I
2: saw it myself on that.
0: So, basically, he grabbed Vince in a gesture and said, ladies first, meaning let Steph go. But then Vince turned around and just pushed him. And he's all,
4: fuck you, I own you.
0: And suspended him for unprofessional oh. conduct. So, on Black History Month. Brilliant. not even think about it. Oh. Brilliant.
3: <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> apparently if you're not a certain level of superstar, you don't dare touch the godly Vince man. It's hilarious that... Titus O'Neill could have taken out a spliff on stage and smoked it, and he wouldn't have been suspended for as long as he was for hugging Vince or whatever he did.
1: He just gently grabbed him, and I'm like, what the hell?
3: He could have got a drug suspension. Black History
1: Month too. you brought that up.
3: he He could have got a drug suspension. He could have got a suspension for steroids, and he wouldn't be out as much as he would for grabbing Vince.
1: 90 days.
0: It's actually
2: I heard re- they I heard they reduced. reduced it to sixty.
3: Yeah, they reduced it to yeah. sixty
1: because
3: Oh wow not, Yeah, wow, yeah.
2: By the way, um I just want to say real quick before we move any further, I have had a shot sitting here. Uh I was gonna do I was gonna uh, drink it as tribute to Strata. Oh yeah,
0: go ahead because when I think black people, I think Strata. So go
2: right ahead. <laughs> I just I just remembered because I saw it sitting here and I I'm like, Oh yeah, I better drink that before the show's over. That would be stupid. So uh if you can hear I already th- got
1: that done before the show started. So you go ahead.
2: There that's that's the glass, okay. All right, Destrada. We're
0: going to have a one fun smackdown review. Um <laughs> Next bit of news here, Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Bret Hart is out of surgery and now begins with what he's calling the road to recovery. The hitman revealed last week that he had been battling prostate cancer. So apparently the surgery went well, I think, um, from what I've been told. Uh, He says surgery is over and the long road to recovery. I want to thank Dr. Hindman and the nursing staff at Rocky View Hospital for an outstanding job. I also want to thank my family, friends, and fans for all your love and support. Things are looking up, and I should be home in the next couple days. In the words of Vince McMahon, it's onwards and upwards. By the way, fuck you, punk. Uh, So,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to think that was actually there. (laughs) Oh, my God. So,
0: So, yeah. So, Bret Hart had prostate cancer, but they fixed it, so yay, because the last thing we need is more wrestling legends dying.
1: Ah, uh, uh,
3: so Let's talk yeah, about it's, a guy uh, who's life—it's
2: been a rough couple of months. I mean, yeah, I...
3: talk about uh, talk about a guy whose life sucks. Bret Hart, God. yeah, like like all of his friends, his family—just give the guy a break.
1: Yeah, He's pu- literally taking up the ass. That's all I gotta say.
0: And the last bit of news here, folks, <clears throat> in an interview. With MMAfighting.com, oh boy. CM Punk revealed that he is scheduled to have surgery to repair a herniated disc in his back. His first fight is expected to be delayed. Here's an excerpt from that interview. My back has always bugged me. Figured it was just wrestling shit. Turns out it was. It got bad enough to the point where I couldn't do anything the week before. I went to train with the New Jersey Devils last month. That's hockey, by the way. One day I could have manage. The next day I couldn't. I've been in agony for almost a month. Chiropractor, acupuncture, massage, chirotherapy. Nothing worked. All right. I'm going to... I've been saving this for a fucking week. Um, punk, fuck you. All right. Fuck you. You're going to sit there and first beat the shit out of a fan last week because he asked you a wrestling question. And then you have the balls to say, oh, my back hurts. I need to go in for surgery and blame it on wrestling. Why the fuck would you wait this fucking long to get back (laughs) surgery? Wouldn't it have been hurting prior? And why the fuck are you training with the New Jersey fucking devils? That's hockey. What the hell is hockey have to do with MMA? You know what, punk? Fuck off. Okay, just fuck off. I hope Michael Jackson, that's his fighter, beats the shit out of you and you return to wrestling and they bury your ass. I don't what know it would have been more
3: entertaining if it was the other Michael Jackson.
0: Either way, I don't care.
2: It's – how can you support this guy every I, I, single I don't know, time? I don't know if I can top this. I don't think I can. Uh, I was, I... That was a good rant.
1: <sighs> oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, saw, I heard your rant, you know, after uh, pot, Colt Cabana's podcast. I'm sure he could top this. You know what, Punk? It... <sighs> I'm
0: sure he's blaming Ryback for this because his uh, back yeah. is all fucked up. <laughs> Actually
2: – I have a, I, I can I can mention that Ryback actually tweeted when he heard about this,
1: and uh, if if you remember from the podcast, directly to CM Punk, mind you, directly to CM Punk.
2: Um, if you remember from the Cold Commander podcast, oh yeah, we I, um, he blamed Ryback and he said that Ryback's in Ryback's <laughs> own words, "I'm dumb as fuck." because he accidentally hurt him and they, he kept trying to say it was on purpose and he's like, either you did it on purpose or so you're dumb as fuck. Which is it, Ryback? And Ryback says, I'm dumb as fuck. And, of course, that's uh, that's that's Punk's version of the story. But anyway, just at, right after we got the news that he, he hurt his back or he's doing back surgery, Ryback actually tweeted out, at CM Punk, my bad, it was an accident. I'm dumb as fuck. And, uh... <laughs> And he put a little, he put a little kissy smiley face at the end of that, and I was I just like, said... "Oh my god, that's fucking great!" Right
0: back for the Hall of Fame for that one. I'm, I'm sorry. He, he. <coughs> um, well, so,
3: let's not go too far.
0: So, Carl, your thoughts on this?
3: <laughs> I, look. <Buckle> uh <laughs> I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> whatever. Carry on, Phil. Do whatever you're doing. I won't. I. Look, you, you've been off my radar for long enough that uh, you can go on and live your happy life. I'm glad. You, um, I hope you enjoy what you're doing. I just won't be following you. I won't watch you on MMA. I won't watch you on anything. Sam Book is dead. Phil Brooks, have a nice life.
0: And remember, if you have a different opinion, he'll punch you in the throat. Um, <laughs> there was one question I wanted to ask you. We were reported this last week, or maybe it was a week before, prior, but basically, you watch Lucha Underground... Or you've watched a couple. Oh, of Oh yeah,
3: I I I am uh, the
0: whole it, Jim Cornette thing. We know that the entire internet loves <clears> Jim Cornette. <throat> then this interview came out, and everyone goes, "Okay, maybe he needs a hug."
3: <laughs> Look, here is the thing with Jim Cornette, and uh, you know, I'm lucha- um, yeah, I'm going to report on it later, um, to to have that spice to the show. I, it is my favorite wrestling show by far. So um, that means
0: you need to go with them and die. Is basically what Gil Cornette said. Uh, yeah. I. Oh my
1: god.
3: Look, Jim Cornette is uh, a great personality because of this, and we can't, uh, a lot of the time it's directed at people who we agree with him on, so it's like it's fun to see him bash Vince Russo and Kevin Dunn and, you know, and whatever else. Uh, You don't always agree with him, but he's entertaining in what he says. So, you know, him being over the top about something, sure. You know, uh, he is stuck in his ways. He believes that 80s NWA wrestling is how wrestling should always be. Um, The world has moved on from that. He hasn't... uh, Look, he has has a right to his opinion. Everybody's lying to opinion. He just expresses his opinion loudly and over-dramatically because that's who he is, and that's who we pay money of shoot interviews to see. If he didn't do that he wouldn't be making a living right now because he's burned his bridge everywhere else where he could make money actually working in the wrestling business.
0: So it, it does make you wonder, because he did work for TNA and he did work for ROH and we all heard the shoot interviews. Do you think it's possible maybe he is part of the problem?
3: Who? Cornette. Cornette? Uh, yeah. I, 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 that's my amazing thing of the hypocrisy with Cornette sometimes is he's like, Oh my God, I wish Kay Fabe would come back. But yeah, he makes a living off shoot interviews.
0: Yeah, so
1: you're contradicting yourself. That's basically what you're doing, Jim.
0: Well, because he he's right and everyone else is wrong. And you know, for all the times that he is right, when he is wrong, you kind of bite your lip a bit and go,
1: "Ooh."
3: Yeah, but it's, to me, it's the yeah. same thing as a uh, same thing as a Paul Heyman. Like we know he's done a lot of scumbag things, but he's Paul Heyman, and he's entertaining as I a dummy. love
1: Paul Heyman.
3: Yeah, that that they're all the, they're the same kind of character in that. Look, it, it, Paul Heyman may have lied and cheated a lot of ECW guys, but then when a lot of them... Well, at them, least
0: he admits it.
3: Yeah, but then when a lot of them tell that story, they laugh because he's such a character. And it's, it's, it's the same thing with Cornette. is like, you may not agree with him, uh, but he in the way he says things, is so entertaining you can't help but enjoy his rant even if you don't agree with it.
0: So that's going to do it for the news of the week. There's not a whole lot. Um, the only other thing that popped up is Rey Mysterio might be making a return to
1: WWE.
2: No, he's not. Uh, I love.
3: I, I well, he's just. Uh, oh turned, my god!
1: Uh, I've read the story.
3: He's just turned up on uh, Lucha Underground. Uh, he's he's now going to be one of the featured players there. Although to be fair, they Alberto Del Rio, you know, last okay. year they they swiped him. Um, apparently they've been trying to get uh, Morrison back as well, but he's not interested because he, he's happy living in LA and doing acting things as well. Uh, and I've just—I was just reading the news. Apparently he's going to wrestle Kurt Angle. Uh, so Kurt Angle, that definitely retired after TNA. Kurt Angle is uh, wrestling again. So,
1: oh my god!
0: I gotta say, more power to Morrison. Honestly, if there he's happy in Lucha Underground and he's fighting legends, <laughs> more power to you, buddy. Well,
3: that's that's the thing. Is like Mysterio
1: it's a, just left AAA.
3: Yeah. Well, it's a case of, with uh, a Morrison, are you going to go to WWE and be a mid-carder who's on TV and occasionally gets to have a good match? Or are you going to be the star of the promotion in Lucha Underground and uh, have fun at home while you're at it and bring in your crazy on-off girlfriend to help you in matches? (laughs) Johnny Mundo.
0: (laughs) I hate that name. Um but you know that's that's going to do it all for for the news why don 't we get into Monday night tears? say Monday Night Cheers because you're either crying out in laughter or crying out in sadness because right off the bat as soon as the <clears throat> show starts tonight, Brian Danielson, I mean uh, Brian, D- Daniel Bryan is um going to fucking retire, so suck it <laughs> <laughs> it opens up with a contract signing between Ambrose and Daniel D-
3: yeah, this is obviously reshuffled to the start of the show because of Brian, uh,
0: it, yeah, so Brock comes out and he's all, okay I'm going to pick up this table and beat Roman Reigns, <laughs> which he did. And then he got <laughs> Dean and F5'd him, and Paul Heyman is all, Suplex City!
4: <laughs> yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I
1: saw Paul Heyman bouncing in the background. Uh, oh my god.
0: <laughs> so this is happening. Uh, this triple threat match is happening at Fastlane. Brock Lesnar beats you with a fucking table.
1: Yeah. There's yeah, no Rain- coming back from this. Reigns and Ambrose are both going to get killed in that match.
3: Too bad Reigns is winning. But, um... Yeah, and you know, and, you know the, and, you know, the yeah. Wyatts are probably going to interfere, and then Brock's going to have to go, Oh yeah, the Wyatts, they eliminated me the Royal Rumble, that's probably my WrestleMania match.
0: Yeah, watch them pull a swerve. Uh, I then... swear to
3: God, if they literally have Brock run through all four of them and pin them all in a stack, it'd be like, okay, I if Bray Wyatt officially is dead, he may as well join the bloody social outcasts.
1: In real life, Lesnar could do that. Give it, Give it yeah. time. Um, We
0: then have Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler in probably the match of the night, but here's weird. Yeah. Here's the weirdest part of the whole fucking match. Dolph used the ropes and got the win, and he cheated, blatantly cheated, and JBL had a conniption fit, and I think fucked a pregnant lady over the whole fucking thing, <laughs> because he was so pissed off, and Michael Cole's all, yeah, well, I'm sorry, JBL, I mean, Kevin Owens tried to do it too.
1: No, did you watch the tape? Kevin Owens did not try to cheat. Dolph blatantly cheated and won! And we accepted it! Match, in this match, Dolph Ziggler was kind of the heel, and Owens was kind of the face, because I watched that whole thing. Kevin Owens did not cheat.
0: I'm waiting for Kevin Owens to just start punching people. He'll just start grabbing people from the crowd, you go, I'm fighting you! Hmm. Shit! I yeah, my, th-
3: my thing with this Raw, for the most part, other than the ending segment, was the sound of me fast-forwarding. Um, Because like, my problem with this is the problem I had when I stopped watching, and I've, I've now started watching because of AJ Styles and uh, because and I've been up to WrestleMania again, but uh, part of the reason that I turned off is I'm just, just sick of this kind of stuff where, yes, it's a great match, but I've seen it three weeks in a row now. Maybe do something different? Maybe make it a tag match or something? Just, well, they did you do know.
0: something different. They had, had Ziggler cheat,
3: which... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: That, that's all I can give you. I, I,
3: I just have a huge problem when... They just booked the same match three weeks in a row and it's just like I okay, I it was great the first time, but now I don't care.
0: Yeah. Uh, we then have a Diva's match at Charlotte versus Alicia Fox. Um really there's no contest here. Charlotte just out fucking classes her, so <laughs> like,
3: I'm Yeah, that- she yeah.
1: beat her like
3: <laughs> bitch, she beat the that uh, hell out of her. One Bella's going off to be your wife, the other one's injured. We've taken over now. Your type of Diva, no room anymore.
0: Pretty much. Sorry, Alicia.
3: We then get—I
0: don't know. Maybe I'm not the, sorry. We get maybe the funniest segment of the show. I'm not sure because it's Miss TV, but Jericho hijacks it and oh, basically, basically, just you know, it's it's the banter between the two of them, and it pretty much pretty much breaks down to um, AJ Styles. That's yeah. what this whole thing was about: was two guys arguing over AJ Styles.
3: I know this pretty is good. happening this is this is this is you know obviously people hear my thoughts on the Royal Rumble show um uh, this is so you're happy
0: you're happy he's in WWE
3: this this is a this is crazy like like not only is AJ Styles AJ Styles in WWE uh not only is he like he, he's AJ he's doing the he's going for the styles clash he's called AJ Styles it's like this is freaking insane uh that this is happening and uh, to, to see this now they they Done absolutely perfect booking. You can tell that they paid the money to get him away from New Japan because they are getting their money's worth with him. Because
0: uh, they even they mentioned ne- he was a former IWGP champion.
3: Well, yeah, they have been because
1: yeah, New, he, he was. New Japan
3: is a New Japan is a different market, so they they, they can uh, they can reference them. Well, it's uh, one they can profit from. Yeah, but absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, this is he's been booked perfectly since he came in uh they've made him uh, you know a focus of the show they've treat they've not done what they did with brian and what they do with a lot of them like oh that indie geek he needs to learn how to wrestle the wwe way and until then we're gonna show him how he's not as good as our guys and they've not done that they've treated him as a star and they brought him in and they've made fans who didn't know who he was know that this guy is a big deal and in doing, because they need it right now. WWE is on a red alert, freaking emergency mode, because every top guy they have built over the last year is, is injured. Uh, apart from okay, Roman, Reigns. I got
1: one thing to say about this: had John Cena come on Monday Night Raw this week, M- Monday would have been even more like shitty for me. So, <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> well you know, I think we
3: would have smiled look. a little bit. I mean, look, look, other than Roman Reigns, yeah, all, their, I all would, main that, I want to
1: start crying.
3: All their main eventers are injured right now. They need a new star. Do we know they need a new star, especially with Brian going down now, down now. Now AJ doesn't have the promo skills for Brian. Uh, then again, when Brian debuted, people would have said the same about him, and he got a lot better. So uh, maybe you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think AJ could definitely be Brian's replacement. Uh, a bit, he's a bit a little bit older, um, but uh, you know, he could slot him in right there. I I like AJ, but there's something about
2: him that's just... It's not Brian. There's just... He doesn't have that inherent underdog, nice guy... Charisma.
3: He
1: doesn't have the... Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah,
3: He doesn't have the charisma. He doesn't have the connection with the crowd, absolutely. I think... Yeah, the the wrestling
1: style is the same, but the personality is not the same.
3: No, I think the the way that AJ is going to get over is by having good matches that the crowd go, holy shit... The best, the best thing they could probably do with AJ is put the Intercontinental title on him and just have him run and have good matches with the Intercontinental title, probably.
0: Which might be probably, the yeah, the best thing that they can do at this point with AJ. Um, Bray Wyatt versus the Ryberg. Holy shit, that's, ha- that's a thing now. Ryback wins clean. <laughs> Damn, Ryback. Ryback
3: beats Bray Wyatt. No, the other way around. Oh, right, okay, Bray Wyatt beats Ryback, okay. Uh, see, see, I told you. See, I told you. I yeah. So, so, yeah, I think I. I don't know.
2: And you know what's funny is, despite Ryback improving in the ring and trying to do some crazy shit like that, running high knee that he jacked from CM Punk to piss him off. Um, <laughs> uh, he he recently switched to tights, and I I still think he needs like like I said like streamers or something like Ultimate Warrior to the so Ultimate like Berg,
1: the so Ultimate Berg.
2: Yeah, so he doesn't just look like all the other wrestlers because at least before he had all those crazy singles he wore, and, and
0: uh, he just has to wear his trunks the other way around. Big guy on the front. Yeah, the big front. guy on the <laughs> front. That would be sweet. Adam Rose. Oh, yeah. Adam, Adam. Rose versus Titus O'Neil. Fast forward because Adam Rose wins, and then he later got suspended. So thank, way to go, Titus. Throughout the entire fucking night, Dean Ambrose is all.
4: <laughs> I want fucking. Brock Lesnar, the fucking piece of shit. Fuck his ass. And Roman Reigns <laughs> goes back. Dean Ambrose <laughs>
3: apparently played by Andy Serkis during yeah, this thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, Roman he Reigns did. goes, look, dude, you don't want to be fucking with Brock, man. He will straight up fuck your shit. I mean, quite literally, he will take your shit and fuck it and then feed it to you. Don't be fucking with him. No, I'm going fuck him. I'm going to kick his fucking ass. <laughs> don't come out and help me. I'm going to fuck him. So Dean Ambrose goes to the ring and he's all suplexed. T fuck that. This is the Ambrose asylum, motherfucker. Ambr- come on, get the fuck out. You can't get it up anymore. Dick joke, dick joke. Fuck me, judge shit and fuck. <laughs> Suicide Squad is really the Harlequin movie. Let's go. Come on, Brock. Here comes Brock. Oh. here it's the fucking truth. Get the fuck over it. Uh, Brock Lesnar comes out. F five, F five, F five, F five, F five, F five, F five. Actually, only hit him twice. Roman Reigns comes out. Low blow. <laughs> we hit a low blow on him. <laughs> Fastlane, yeah.
3: So I really you... won't comment on this. Superstar is going to be awesome.
1: Um, all I can say is Dragon Ball Z abridged.
3: Okay,
0: fine.
1: He's <laughs> kicking me in the dick. Yeah. he keeps kicking me. In. Kick me in the look.
3: Dick. Reigns is winning. We all know he's winning. Moving on.
0: Yeah, moving on. Rusev and Alberto Del Rio because they're a team go up against the Lucha Dragons and they get the win because
3: the lucha dragons yeah oh, Sin- my, oh god. Shit. Back. my god my I, god I, you know i i knew i fast forwarded for this raw apparently i fast forwarded too fast because i didn't see any of this shit um
0: <laughs> it was a good match for what it was worth but then you're going kalisto just won the title and now he's losing to sincara uh losing with
3: sincara oh i see what they're doing Oh right, yeah, the, the losing streak champion because that always gets over really well. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's
3: not like uh, Callisto was getting over because he was winning matches. Nah, 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 nah. nah.
0: No, because fuck it. Tamina versus Becky Lynch, an okay match until Tamina found out. Oh yeah, I'm the daughter of um of that murder guy. I'm <laughs> a, I'm a beat Becky, so she wins. Damn! <laughs> oh,
3: my God, <laughs> you have you're having missus I can't do a superfly splash. Beating Becky Lynch. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> they did.
1: Oh man, I like Tamina though. Yeah, she's she's
0: alright, but she's no Becky
1: I, I don't I don't hate her.
0: She's no she's Becky right. Lynch, I can tell you that right now. Uh the Usos and the Dudley boys go up against the New Day and Mark Henry <sighs> because they needed another black man to be a unicorn, but Mark Henry's all you know what? fuck this shit. Peace, I'm out. Sillsby Texas, motherfucker. And yes!
3: We officially just <laughs> called oh, yeah. the tag division the ethnic division.
1: But we may as
0: well, because it's at that point.
1: The new day league. We have, we have the League of Nations after all.
3: Well,
0: oh, then the Dudley Boys decide. You know what? Fuck it. We work better as heels and beat up the Usos because.
3: Thank God, maybe te- they'll get some heat. Yeah, because
0: testify.
3: Maybe, maybe right. they'll maybe they'll get on the WrestleMania pre-show and win a match.
0: Yeah, because reasons.
3: I have a feeling backstage they like look, but guys, we had an idea. But then the Hardys re-signed with TNA, so fuck it.
1: <laughs> Probably. Oh my god, I, okay, first, before we move on, I gotta say something about Biggie. Stop thrusting in front of the audience, there's children!
3: They don't care. It's it's the booty! It's the booty. Don't blame the booty. <sighs>
1: it's
3: all about the booty. Also, for anybody who yeah, watches... Don't. He's got too much uh, booty! For anybody who watches Arrow, um, I... I Anybody out there? Uh, Biggie looks incredibly like uh, John Diggle. Holy shit, he does! <laughs> oh my god, he does! Oh god, yeah. I want
0: to picture him <laughs> doing that. So then we get to the climax of the show, and they gave Brian like an hour and a half of this. He announces his retirement, and I think the hard part about this is how real it was. It wasn't no. Uh, it wasn't uh. no scripted promo. It was no. My father was right there, and you know, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna cry, oh, dude." Shit. No, don't be crying, dude. This, and it was official. Brian Danielson has officially retired, and he, this went on for like thirty fucking minutes. Yeah, I have never seen Raw go that long on the override. So that's when I knew. Let oh no, me an this extra five minutes. That's on, what yeah. Bree
4: said all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: yeah. yeah. This, you know, we said all that we could about this earlier. He was my modern favorite wrestler. Um, uh, he, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a shame he got to the top and then peaked and then never got back there, and obviously for all reasons. But a fa- at least he got to the top. At least he was playing that position. I got a new
2: Daniel Bryan shirt for Christmas. What yeah. the fuck? What am I supposed to do now?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What are you supposed to do now?
2: Look, I mean, just he, yesterday, is... I, I remembered I had it because I was cutting the sleeves off of it because I'm a fat guy and, and sleeves are hot. <laughs> but, yeah, I was looking at it and it's like, oh, now I'm
3: sad. Look, Brian... Uh, it could be a collective item book. now. Not anymore. Look, he, comes... he, this is a guy who... Oh. Who went, he made a venture WrestleMania, he paved the way for all these other guys we're seeing now. We're going to see the Finn Ballads of the world, the AJ Styles of the world, the Samoa Joes, the Sami Zayn's, the Kevin Owens continue on and continue that legacy of those, of that generation of the Gabe Sapolsky, Ring of Honor guys, uh, you know, or at least the guys of that uh, uh, sort of mid 2000s indie, indie scene people coming in. And carrying on the legacy that Brian left and his legacy is that of that, of basically you know, knocking down the door and saying, Vince, just because they were on the Indies doesn't mean they suck. And Vince is like, Oh, god damn it, and they had to be kicked, dragged kicking and screaming. And as Vince gets more and more senile, if Titus O'Neill doesn't prove that to you, uh, as Triple H's influence increases, I think we're gonna see more and more wrestling coming back to the shows. Um
0: there are three things I'd love to point out about this promo. Number one, even though he was retiring, he still took the time to cut his hair and do it for charity. Yeah. You'd never see that- CM Punk do that.
3: Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, it, it's just, goddamn, he's, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, man. you can't That's say a, anything bad about him.
2: Thing. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, come on, you're trying, to, I'm trying not to cry, and you're being the nicest man on the planet.
3: He made Wait me it. like one of the Bellas. Yeah, Sorry. that's how good he is. You, you like one of the one of the Bellas? And now can if I come make... back and now if she comes back and starts doing his kicks again? I'll hate her again. Well, oh
1: god, don't event... get me started on Nikki Bella. She's a event... Brie no. mode.
3: Need... You're supposed to be a heel, bitch.
0: Shut up. She tried to be a heel, and then the fans cheered her because look who she's sleeping with. Two, he basically said that he's grateful for everything, and that's awesome. And three, he admitted he's going to be fucking Brie. Because he wants to be a daddy. So keep that in mind next time you think of Brian Danielson. He is now fucking Brie. He openly yes, admitted to the world. Yes. 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 He's going yes. to fuck her. Yeah. And make her a yes. mama. I'm not sure I want to think about that to be honest. Because <laughs> that's what she said. So yeah. Thanks Brian for making me cry you asshole. And can I point something out? Is it weird that John Cena hurt his arm and Brie hurt her neck?
2: I thought it was I thought it was Nikki that broke
0: her. Whatever. One it of the was pillows, Nikki. The one dating Cena hurt her neck, and the one hurt his arm.
1: That's Who what went, she gets dating Cena in the first place.
0: That's because she doesn't know how to suck day. So, with that being <laughs> said, I guess why don't we go into Lucha Underground?
3: Okay, I don't know if anybody... Uh, how familiar are you guys with this show?
0: I'm as familiar as can be. So, I think so I'm a couple... Have been watching...
3: I'm a couple re-
0: episodes back, so... Okay, have you, got, have
3: you been reporting... I have a lot of the, episodes
0: back. Actually, we haven't, so... I mean, okay, uh,
3: So, basically, just to catch anybody up who hasn't watched this show, uh, the reason why this stands above Jim us, Cornette show, hates it, so... Well, well yeah, the reason Jim Cornette... This is the reason the show stands above all the others. There's a lot of indie federation out there, and they all have great matches. It's like, yeah, but there's only so many hours in the day. you know. There needs to be something that will hook you, and, and Lucha Underground found that something. Lucha Underground is a wrestling show that knows it's a show. Lucha Underground is not a wrestling show. Lucha Underground is a TV show about wrestling. And they found that, and they basically took what WWE are pussyfooting half and half with, where they want it to be a live-action sporting event where they're shooting, brother. But at the same time, they want to have this kind of fantasy, you know, mumbo jumbo Uh, You know, why is there a cameraman in the back? Why has the office got curtains? You know, all that stuff. Um, But they've taken it to that next level, and now basically every backstage scene is like a movie. It's like a Kung Fu movie or it's like, a you know, when they introduce, for example, this week on the show, they had uh, the origin of Aerostar, uh, who apparently came here from a millennia ago where he landed on this earth and he met up with some cavemen who said, no, this is not the time for the tribes to get together. You've got to go a thousand years in the future. Uh, to 2016, and that's when the tribes of Mexico will come together. Or wherever the hell he was. And he then proceeded to press a light on his chest and blast off into space. That's it's Lucha so- Underground. That's like a fan fiction. <laughs> that is Lucha Underground. There is Drago, who literally has the best luchador costume I've ever seen in my entire life. He literally has dragon scale armor from Skyrim as wrestling gear. Oh shit. Yeah. He's yeah, he, he, has... does he
2: does he wear it while he wrestles or is it just
3: an Yes, image? he does. I guess it must be rubber or a, but he and, he and he has a tongue that comes out and he goes like a long tongue and when he he's makes fine. his entrance or when in a, that. or when he's in a backstage segment he just he comes in and flies like Batman, with bat wings, with dragon wings, I guess. Like, yes, he flew off in a ball of fire. Like, that is literally Underground. That is the show you're going to get for. If you don't like that... (laughs) If you don't like that, you know, if you like wrestling as the pure sports, whatever... This isn't for you. If you want wrestling as a show that not only knows it's a show, but is written well. The reason Lucha Underground is good is because it's got good writing, good continuity. It does everything that WWE wants to do so much better. It does it as an actual production where there is a, there is a season beginning. They do the, the show as a, as a season, and then they have a season finale, which is basically like a pay-per-view. And they wrapped up all the storylines like a show. And they did, they did, you know, had all these angles and things like that, but they treated them as storylines of the show. They don't contradict themselves. They don't do anything that normal TV shows don't do, like do what we do. They don't drop storylines. Everything makes sense. And it, and it works on that level. And the other thing that Lucifer Gun does is absolute frickin' insanity. The reason people, it came to some people's view is the Angelico. Uh, who is with the is insane with team havoc who were the trio's champions for the majority of season one uh, and lost it to mil Mortez's disciples of death uh, more on him in a moment uh, the, basically that he did a couple of the, there's been some insane dives and some insane moves for for example mil Mortez choke slammed um uh, what what's it who was it Phoenix but he chokeslammed slammed through a roof at one point oh my uh, god and uh, but there's been a few crazy things but the big ones were on helico and helico there is like a the the office of the general manager is right next to the to the ring it's like just off to the side it's sort of a, a box room within the room and helico jumped off that over the crowd into the ring and did a cross body block
1: holy That's, shit i need to see that
3: <laughs> this is the show you can find those on youtube Anyway, that could catch you up. Lucha Underground. Basically, uh, I'll, I'll catch you up on what's been going on uh, during this, uh, the start of this second season. This was the third episode this week. we only an hour a show, so it's, it works. So basically, at the end of the last season, uh, the whole mystery was the, the Dario Cueto, who is the um, owner of Lucha Underground, the promoter of Lucha Underground. He with uh, it. It kind of implied that he has like Underworld Mafia connections. He's kind of like a, uh, a Scarface type character. Uh, and he's got a key around his neck that is to his brother who is locked in a cell upstairs. And his brother is a monster who literally eats people's faces off. Who oh also a re- also has like a luchador mask. And yeah. This sounds
1: so, like awesome fan fiction. <laughs>
3: it, 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 it's fucking incredible. Uh, So basically his brother would occasionally feed people who disappointed him on his team and stuff to them throughout the season. And and this woman called Black Lotus was trading with this this Lucianor master because her family were killed by... This brother Matanza, supposedly, and then, in the final episode, she gets captured by them and, and he basically says no it wasn 't him who killed your family; it was your master and then she killed the and then she turned on her master and turned to the dark side and joined Ari Grato, but in doing so, she started a war with Mexico, so they had to run from the temple and leave the temple at the end of the season one, so the promoter oh is God. gone. But on that same episode Ultimate Lucha, Mil Mortez, who is basically the Mexican Undertaker, imagine if Bane and the Undertaker had a love child.
0: Basically, think Braun Strowman with a mask.
3: Yeah. Oh, shit. A really good, strong wrestler, but like an Undertaker character, but with a mask. And uh, just, yeah, he chokes some guy through his roofs and fucking, he became the Lucha Underground champion at the end of the last show. Uh, of Season 1. So Season 2 starts, there's no promoter, so now, uh, basically, this is how the setup of the season is now. Katrina, who is his manager, who is basically like this uh, sexy Mexican goth chick, who at the end of every match that Mil Mortez wins, she gets on her knees and licks a guy's face, uh, uh, licks them of death, and occasionally it's women because women women are integrated there's no divas division there's no women's division the women fight the men the men fight the women they it's all the same it's kind of like because the way this show treats it is not like it's some people have had a problem with it especially a couple of weeks ago when it was Mill mortes versus ivelisse and he was literally beating the shit out of a woman some people kind of had a problem with that i
1: see feminists having gonna... a problem with this show
3: fuck them
1: but but i, thinking, <laughs> I hate it's, them we,
3: in the same match, Eva took it to Mil Mortez. He was like this unbeatable beast, and this woman's beating up, you up. Know. To me, this show treats their wrestlers as superheroes, and you have to take it on that level. These women are like Wonder Woman, or you know, it, they're they're all oh, the that's States sexy star. Yeah, exactly, sexy star. Eva They get in there and they wrestle the men. Uh, this week, they had a woman beat a man in. Uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, anyway, where, where was I going? Uh, yeah, so Katrina is now like the, the promoter for Mil Mortez. She runs the show for him because, of course, he doesn't talk. Uh, so Mil Mortez now has a throne at the top of the temple where he sits like... I swear to God, he looked like Shao Kahn. He sits like Shao <laughs> Kahn on a school throne watching over the matches down below. I swear to God, it's like more. I need Kombat. to watch yeah. the show. It is the coolest
0: fucking thing I've seen.
3: <laughs> he is, yeah, because he's the champion, so he's taken over the temple, and now he's the master and ruler of the temple. It's basically like Ministry Undertaker, but done right. Uh, he's sitting there on his throne at the top, like Shao Kahn, and his mistress is ruining the show for wait, him.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Is, is, like, is it like the Iron Throne, but with skulls?
3: Yes. I need to watch this shit. He's sitting there with like smoke around him, and he has his disciples of death, which is the trios champions. There, like these masked school master wrestlers, who he sends to do his bidding, and uh, you know, Katrina does all the all the stuff for him, and she disappears and teleports, and all this crazy occult stuff. Oh
1: my god, I need to watch this shit.
3: And they did this whole backstory on Mortez where he was, all his his family was killed in an earthquake in the eighties, and now he just draws on that death, and now he is the face of death. And you know, why took... is it
1: with Lucha Underground and people's families dying?
3: Because me- Mex- Mexico loves, uh, you know, yes. the assault and death, and yeah, they love all
1: that. Uh, it reminds me of uh, DC Comics with Batman. Yeah,
3: yeah, it, it it's definitely that. Yeah. It's wrestling as superheroes, basically.
1: What really
0: helps the product, and I think we've talked about this before, is I believe Robert Rodriguez helps.
3: Yeah, um, he's like a real TV pro. Like the show, when you watch it, it has the best production values of any wrestling show. It looks like a movie. Um, You opened up season two with uh, Vampiro, who is now the one of the commentators along with Matt Stryker? At the end of the last season, he was revealed as all season long. Pentagon Junior was saying how he sacrificing people to his master. Turns out his master was Vampiro, but that Vampiro is like a dark side of of the real guy's personality. And at the start of season two, he's there in a mental hospital and uh he's taking he's got to take the drugs to get rid of his dark side because otherwise vampiro will come back and he'll he'll help pentagon junior and pentagon junior is now like one of the top faces he breaks people's arms and uh the first episode he broke mil mortes arm uh just like everybody was going to mil mortes at the end and P- pentagon junior came in and just boom yeah there we go dm sending the image of mil Mortez on the on the throne at the top of the temple there in the in the chat uh for all those guys um yeah, he broke Mil Mortez's arm and uh, uh, Mil Mortez then for the last couple of weeks has been now, if this had been any other show Mil Mortez would have just not been on the show after that. No, he was there sitting oh on his gosh, throne awesome. with, uh, He's there sitting on his throne with an arm in his with his arm in a sling like, no, I ain't fucking going nowhere so he still sits there and watches over the show with his uh, creepy eyes watching the show with his arm and a sling um, the past couple of weeks, basically, uh, in the first show, they made the trios champion, the former trios champions, because, of course, they've been going up against the guys that they lost the titles to, which is Mill Mil- Mortis's minions, the Disciples of Death. Uh, so, Katrina tried to turn them against each other by saying, you three will have a triple threat match, the winner faces Mill Mortes for the title, the, b- the person who won wasn't Helico or Son of Havoc, it was ease so then we got ease versus Mill Mortis, and he obviously destroyed her, but, uh, she put up, a- up a fight. Um and then the last couple of weeks it's basically been Pentagon Jr. and Puma fighting each other as they're teaming up to go against Bill Mortes and they wanna they obviously both won the title. Uh there's been a side story with um I I guys I, I could go on about Luch Underground all day because I'm trying to catch you up on the whole thing. You've got to go and watch it. Um where there's uh the hunter guy, uh who I, I my god, I can't think of his name right now. I, I, um Oh my god! What? What is the hunter's guy's name? Uh, King Cuerno. That's it. Sorry, I've got had a brain moment there. I had a brain fall there. Uh, King Cuerno. He is. (laughs) King Cuerno is a hunter who only wrestles animal-based wrestlers because he's a hunter, and he comes to the ring (laughs) with like a deer head on his head. As like his entrance gear is like a deer head, Uh, and he won the Gift of the Gods Championship. Now the gift of the gods championship is all the wrestlers like seven wrestlers won these medallions and these medallions are apparently power like power coins basically they were like power medallions that had these the powers of of, of these tribes in them and then they put them all together on this belt. Of video game now they put it all together on this belt to make the ultimate belt of power and what the ultimate belt of power does is gives you an automatic title shot anytime you're choosing like money in the bank but it's also a championship that you can win and lose at any time so you basically it's like money in the bank but as a championship. it's like the exhibition championship yeah it's like that but all year round basically yep. and uh, king cuerno won that off phoenix who who became um on the first episode of season two um he won it off uh, Phoenix, who had won it at the end of season one uh, to basically. And then he was revealed that he had a deal with uh, Katrina and Mill Mortez to I won't come after the title. I promise Mill has something to worry about and that stuff. And then that kind of broke down a little bit this week. Uh, all the stuff going on. Uh, PJ Black, who some of you might know as Justin Gabriel, debuted. Uh-huh. Um, he's debuted as this kind of biker, lone wolf character. Lost in his debut match, which was weird. Um, Johnny, uh, you might know Johnny Mar- John Morrison as uh, going as Johnny Mundo. Uh, he's he had a great match with Killshot. Who basically Justin a-
1: Gabriel's on the show now?
3: Yes, yes, he is. Uh,
1: okay, that's another reason for me to watch this show. <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: he lost his match. <laughs> he lost his match to Big Mac, who is the cousin of Big Rick. Now, Big Rick is. Really big black guy.
0: (laughs) He's
3: Ezekiel Jackson. Jackson. Ezekiel Jackson, but he was like a hitman for hire, like the APA kind of thing. But then he was he was working with Dario Cueto. But then Dario Cueto's guys turned on him and put a cigar put his cigar out in his eye. So now he has an eye patch, and he goes around as this guy for hire. He doesn't give a fuck out of Eddie and clotheslines midgets because midgets can wrestle big guys. And that was one of the ridic- most ridiculous spots of season one <laughs> for seeing this big black guy clothesline the fuck out of this midget. Holy shit, I laughed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, his cousin, Big Mac, is this like fat black dude who, in his uh, match <laughs> at Ultimate Lucha he just randomly it was like a false cat anywhere match they fought around the arena and he found a beer keg of two beers and was like oh shit smashed them together and started drinking and did a stone cold stunner <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But, wow so he's, he's a fun character he does suicide dives and all this shit but uh, yeah he beat uh gabriel uh, pj black in his in his first match um but yeah, Morrison had a good match with Kill Shot, but then he said he got with, uh, he's setting up with—he's going for the title. But so he's Cage. Like everybody's after him on Mortez, but Mortez has a broken arm, so he can't defend the title at the moment. And um, yeah, it's—it's it's all uh, really good stuff. Oh, and uh, and uh, Dario Cueto uh, is somewhere in Phoenix, Arizona, I think. Uh, it said 300 miles from um, from where the temple is, which is LA. So that works out to roughly about Phoenix. So he's around your area, DM. So um, I'll,
0: I'll d- tell him I said, hey.
3: Yeah, and Dario Cueto... Because <laughs> I see those f-
0: motherfuckers everywhere. I mean, luchadors are just all over the place. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and these guys... In the first episode, these guys came driving up and goes, Well, looking for the temple. And apparently they were looking for the temple in the wrong city, but whatever. And she's like, follow me. And then they led them to Dario Cueto, who proceeded to take $20 off them each to go into the temple. But it wasn't the temple. It was the fake temple with the temple written in chalk. On, like, this this crate. And he led them into this room where his evil monster brother ate these guys. Uh <laughs> Lucha Underground, folks. If I haven't convinced you by this now... This can't not... be
1: real. This really can't be real. And,
3: and I've never said this about wrestling show ever. This isn't a show where you can just watch any episode and get into it. You can, but it it pays to go back... And watch from the very first episode. And watch the storylines develop. Because unlike another wrestling show. That benefits you. You get to see storylines evolve. And characters evolve. And you get appreciation for the characters. Uh, you can start at the start of season 2. They catch you up pretty nicely. With the opening package and stuff. But if you really want to dig in. And binge watch this thing. Go back to the start of season 1. And watch the whole thing. You will not regret it. You will see incredible wrestling maybe not sometimes with the best psychology in the world but incredible moves incredible uh work rate um and you will see these insane awesome characters like literally it's like watching a comic book uh, a video game come to life as wrestling it's what wrestling would be if it was made by 15 year old us and it's awesome
1: <laughs> sounds like wrestling made by me i mean
3: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. If I, I haven't sold you on Shao Kahn Mil Mortez watching over his his combatants battling for them, um, I
0: don't know what so will That's that, Lucha, um, yeah, that's the ground So with that being said, why don't we go to SmackDown?
2: here and by my time as long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine let me close the porn
3: uh <laughs> same porn that strata sent you
2: uh no i oh, wow. don't watching I don't it in know. his honor yeah, yeah, well, I, was that
3: was that? Wait, was the last thing Strata did was send you porn.
2: No, it wasn't the last thing. It was just one of the funny things that he did. Uh, well, during the show,
1: he's like uh, that. No. that so he's like that. He's like your favorite uncle. I mean, he's awesome. He was awesome.
3: No, uh, what i was, happened, never I, mean, sure, I would say I'll, I'll never forget that. <laughs> life, that's for sure. He had, he had, he I was I was porn. visiting with right, my just... with my mother,
2: and I had my laptop with me and i was sitting right next to her and i was talking to her and i was talking to strada uh on skype and he sent me porn right there and it just opened up right in skype and i and i was like strada i'm sitting right next to my mom <laughs> oh my god oh my god but yeah that was uh, yeah, thankfully, because,
3: uh I had, I was,
2: thankfully i have no shame and did
1: not give a fuck but uh
3: yeah as i say uh yes, you know strada had a hell of a laugh that's for sure and, yeah uh, he did
1: yeah
2: Anyway, on to.
1: Yeah, let's get the SmackDown, shall we? <laughs> yeah,
2: um. They're in Portland, Oregon, so, yay, Portland, I guess? Um, Chris Jericho's music hits because you know how that goes. Um, Ayatollah of Rock and Roller, baby! <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> the big uh, rematch between him and AJ Styles is gonna be. Well, you you thought it was going to be first, because they both come out, and uh, uh, Jericho actually says a few words first, and he's like, he's like, uh,
4: welcome to Thursday night, Jericho, baby! (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: killing my voice, doing that all the time. Um... (laughs) He's like,
4: so we know that AJ is good. But is he fucking great, baby? Now I don't think so. I'ma whoop his ass.
2: And uh AJ comes out and they're about to have their match, but then you get social outcasts. They show up and um Bo is uh I think I I think he's not there again. He's even though he was there on Monday. So, uh they said he's still putting down those hot ass beats and uh on his mixtape or whatever. Ghetto whatever shit they were saying. Um, <laughs> um Jericho said I respect AJ Styles, but I don't like AJ Styles because he's a scrawny little bitch. And um So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have a match later, but right now you've got um yeah, but okay, Bo Dallas, to studio. blah blah blah. Um, they're the
1: phenomenal four, and they oh, the phenomenal God. one, and oh man, here we go.
2: Tonight you're looking at the phenomenal three, baby, because uh, this is Heath Slater, obviously. Um, the one man band. I mean, the three man. I mean, the f- I mean, the three man. Yeah, because <laughs> Bo Dallas is somewhere, and yeah. I'm a fucking redneck! And,
1: uh. I'm from West Virginia! West Southern Virginia! Southern Pride!
2: And, uh. <laughs> that album is gonna kill the rap charts! You don't even know, y'all! Dang! Propane. Um.
1: <laughs> Pro-
2: propane. Oh, yeah, they called, uh. uh I feel like. What's uh, What's the. Ax- what is his name, is it, uh, Adam Rose, he's just, like, high every time he goes out there, I mean, the shit he's, he's been saying since he's joined the social outcast doesn't make any sense at all, and tonight he was like, he was like, um, what, did, okay, he's, he called the Heath Slater,
4: yeah, you're the crimson werewolf, baby, you're the crimson werewolf, yeah, man, and, uh, and Heath Slater's like, "Yeah, I'm the Crimson Werewolf," and
2: and and you're still just going like, "What is the Crimson Werewolf?" And then they said,
4: "We're the Social House Cats." Wow! Round
1: Speaking <laughs> of speaking of House Cats, oh, she's one well, of my cats is chewing on my charger.
2: Well, kick her across the room. Um. <laughs> um Curtis Axel's like, no, we're Axel Rose, man, because Guns N' Roses and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, this is this just goes on for a while. Um, Welcome to the jungle, baby, blah, blah, blah. Jericho and AJ Styles are going to team up. They fight the social outcasts, and, of course, who the fuck do you think is going to win? Um, it's Curtis Axel and Adam Rose versus AJ Styles and Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho and AJ Styles are actually kind of getting along for a while. Um, they have a decent match. And then Eventually, uh, AJ tags himself in. Um, I don't remember what he won with. I'm assuming it was the Styles Clash. But, um, it could have been a number of things. But, uh, anyway, yeah, he won. And Jericho was like, Fuck, you stole my thunder. You, uh, fuck you. And so he walks over there, Codebreaker, um, walks off. And, uh, AJ is not happy because he just got, uh, a knee in the, in the, eyeballs and uh so yeah we're gonna go to commercial and come back and blah 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 let's see official song for fast lane i don't even know how to say this name here uh we think will roush 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 will roush for the official song of fast lane uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to uh Uh, They just talk about the shit that happened on Monday, and then, uh, oh yeah, okay, the Dudley Boys came out, and they were the only heels, despite the fact that, Carl, did you know that Jerry is a heel again? Carl?
3: Carl? Sorry, I didn't realize realize I was muted. Uh, yeah, um, I've heard he's been a heel on (laughs) SmackDown, uh, yeah, I've heard he's been a uh, heel on SmackDown, uh. Because uh, the new commentator is apparently very good.
2: Yes, he's. Uh, Morrow is amazing. He is just all night. It's just like he he even calls mm. Japanese moves by their Japanese names, and it's like yeah,
3: uh, like I've I've been hearing a lot of people calling for those two to replace uh, the the twats on RAW.
2: The two. <laughs> But yeah, he's uh you know, like like I said, uh the first night he was there, they ran into the W on stage and he's like,
4: Yeah brought to you by the letter W and you're like, Whoa! This guy's got some pizzazz.
3: You sounded so much like Paul Heyman when you said that. Really? Brought to you by the letter W E C W
1: Didn't I tell you that I love Paul Heyman? <laughs>
2: I was thinking more along the lines of current Paul Heyman, the Jewish, the Jewish New Yorker. The <laughs> Jew! My client, Brock Lesnar, uh,
1: uh, does uh, not I, fight uh, for free.
3: Okay. Uh, so, so is, is this when Paul Heyman's going to be played by, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, heck. You. No, I, I, I can't. Give me, give me a second. I can't think of names. A
1: Jewish person. Come hey. on. I remember. Right.
2: Anyway, um, okay. So, um, Jerry, despite being a total heel about everything else tonight, is actually totally respectful of Daniel Bryan's retirement. He's like he was. He had a connection to the fans. He was great. Uh, loved them. He was awesome. Blah blah blah. Unlike the Dudleys, who come out and the very first thing they say. Which uh, Bubba's doing? The Woody talk- Allen. What? Oh, okay. Woody Allen. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the uh, uh, let me. Ju- I, I've I've never done Bubba's
4: voice. Never, not once.
0: Just think, New York.
4: Think more, more New York. There you go. Yeah. I'm Bubba Dudley, and fuck Daniel Bryan. He's a motherfucker.
3: <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs> these guys are heel again. Like, they, they're so much better heels. So much better heels.
4: That's the first thing they said. Is all we keep hearing about is Daniel Bryan. And you know what? Daniel Bryan is a hairy cunt. Fuck him. So <laughs> I say it, oh, oh my oh god! Guys, you guys like tables? You like tables? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We don't fucking like tables anymore. Fuck tables! See all these tables here? We're <laughs> gonna them permanently. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this for one last time, D-Von, get the fucking tables! And so he gets the tables. And they're like, we're never gonna
2: use these. And he starts yelling at the uh, the
4: crew to fold up all the stuff. Hurry the fuck up! I ain't got all day. I gotta. Do
1: nothing later, actually. About <laughs> <you know, laughs> time, these guys had some
3: personality.
1: The Dudleys have personality. Just chuck it the table probably... at the babies in the front row. Oh, like.
3: start... Now, if only they'd start putting uh, women through tables again, they can maybe get over again. And
1: no, have... put babies through tables. That's so good for
0: them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Uh, okay, so... Which commercial, come back. Sasha Banks is going to be on commentary, and I'm not even going to try doing that again. I, I fuck that up every time I try to do... Oh, wait. Wait, no, that's Sasha Banks. I'm thinking of Irish. Uh, Sasha Banks just sounds like, uh, hey, girl, fuck you. Uh, I got a
1: big nose, boss. I'm the boss. Yeah,
2: you know what? Like uh that.
1: I got annoying ass pink hair.
2: Becky Lynch, bitch. She's a she's a real uh, cunt. Uh, uh. Um,
1: that was actually maybe- a spot on impression, there, Alex.
3: Okay, good. Um,
2: well,
1: you don't get to make fun <laughs> of
3: good people. I
2: have to make fun of who?
3: You don't get to make fun of people who good.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, i do that anyway. Okay.
3: That's okay. Um... So long as the people we hate are treated worse in these impressions.
1: Oh my god. If I were to do impressions of John Cena, I would... I would... (laughs) I would bury him worse than the company does.
4: Scooby-dooby-doo!
2: Anyway, so... Fuck off. I'm now confused, (laughs) but actually, Sasha Banks is not on commentary. Um but she came over and said...
1: His name is punch. John Cena! Da, 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 da. Oh, fuck John Cena, piece of shit. WWE
3: Super Slam!
1: I, and I hate to defend Nikki Bella, but he, he treats her like shit. She deserves he watched, it. If you watch Donald E. She Scott like Scottsdale,
0: Arizona, the cup he, deserves it, fucker.
3: I have only one <laughs> question. Are you ready? Are you ready for WWE Super Slam? No.
1: WWE Super Slam! Slam! <laughs> slam. Where John Cena defends his title.
4: In a shooting ladders match! Holy <laughs> this Sunday at Super Slam!
1: Fireballs! <laughs> torpedoes!
4: Butt right. rape.
0: Anyway, moving on.
4: <laughs> yeah, um...
2: So it's actually Sasha Banks versus Naomi. Becky Lynch is on commentary, so I got my wires crossed there. I'm not doing Becky Lynch's impersonation because she's, uh, she's, uh, female Seamus, but hot. Um, <laughs> she's,
1: a, she's a female
0: Yes, very, very hot. fucking hot. She'd have all I don't, of I don't know children. if her
2: hair is naturally that red, but I like it.
3: Um. Turn the lights it, out, they can be whatever women, color you want. It, and for women it works.
2: Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, oh she's out there. She helps uh, Sasha Banks at some point because Tamina gets in there to – or doesn't get in there. She gets out. She, she gets out, attacks somebody. Um, uh, Sasha Banks gets out, helps uh, Becky Lynch, she jumps back in the ring, then puts the bank statement on, on Naomi. So she wins and uh, – okay, great. Um, then we come – to a commercial, go back, blah blah blah. Um. Oh yeah, WWE was tooting their own horn, saying
4: we had social media dominance this Monday. We were better than God. And
3: uh, if we're not God sports, except when we win in sports account, categories.
1: Uh, no, you didn't. <laughs>
2: uh, so they show that magical black place and pit of darkness in the titantron world of darknessness where Bray Wyatt likes to hang out and Bray's there and he's with his his henchmen and Bray's like uh uh Smackdown we're here and then they come down they get in the ring and they have a video package of them I don't I don't know why It's a video package, it's a really good video package, but it's just of them beating up uh, Kane, Big Show, and Ryback. And I'm like, is that important? I guess it's going to be important.
3: Because because when they beat up Brock Lesnar again, you've got to believe that Bray Wyatt can beat Brock Lesnar, even though if that happens, hell will literally freeze over.
2: (laughs) I'm hoping hell gets really cold uh, (laughs) around WrestleMania time then knock
3: yeah. uh, to happen. Bray Wyatt is the modern-day mankind except without the title win.
2: Um. So. They come out to the ring. And, uh. Bray has a mic. And, uh. He says. Um did he say he said a bunch of gibberish um,
3: yes yes he did he said a bunch <laughs> said of gibberish, gibberish. we'll set up for a match that he will lose because that's Bray Wyatt
4: hey man we got a match coming up and I'm gonna lose it man You better be- I mean
3: wait that's Roman Reigns and then the next night I'm just gonna <laughs> pick up and then the next night I'm just gonna pick on somebody else random because fuck you I need another match next month
2: so he's well. He's just gonna be like, the next night, man. I'm gonna forget what happened the night before, and I want you all to forget too. But yeah, so he's talking about um, ashes, man. We made
4: ashes out of them people. And you know, in Greek mythology, there was titans, and them titans used to they used to do stuff. And in mythology, something about Zeus. Yeah, Zeus. He was the king of the gods, man. And Right here, right now, we're gonna become the new Zeus, we're gonna become the new King of the Gods, we've Zeus taken down King all your the gods, Odinist. we've taken down Cain, we've taken down
2: Big Show, we've taken down Ryback, who doesn't really make any sense in the context of what they're talking about, but, um, our sights are set, man, we're taking down all the old Titans. And then he hands Mike to Harper, and Harper, in his very strange, non-redneck voice, is just like,
4: uh, Well, you know what?
2: No, he didn't sound like that, but that'd be great. Um, he just has a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Even the largest titans turn to mortals, and, uh, well, I'd just like to say I'm Luke Harper, and uh, thank you very much, my lady.
3: Apparently, and... I mean, Luke there. Harper works for the Daily Planet.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, you gotta do the the mid the mid Atlantic like '50s accent there, where you're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
4: Read all about
1: it. We're gonna beat somebody up.
4: Yes, uh, tonight uh, the the war continues, and uh, yeah.
1: we are going to unleash ruthless, aggressive war. <laughs> uh, Ron takes
3: it off his mask, call?
1: and uh, he's like. There's no
2: point in persisting, man. Don't you remember when I was a genius and had that shitty storyline? No, you don't remember that. Um, please bow your heads and accept your fate. And I'm gonna fuck with this this Rubik's cube. No, wait, I, I threw that away. Um. Anyway, then they have Strowman, who has the greatest voice, and that's the only good thing he has. Um, he's not that bad though. I don't think he's awful. I know a lot
3: of people. He's not Undertaker he- at WrestleMania. Good though, is he?
2: No, he's not.
3: Remember that rumor? Good God. I, 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 there's only one match I could think worse than if they'd mash him up a bit with Kane again, and that's it.
1: What, yeah. you mean Kevin Nash versus Triple H at TLC?
3: <laughs> I think it'd be worse.
1: What, John Cena versus R-Truth at Capital Punishment? It'd be worse. What's worse than that? Jenna
3: Moroska
2: versus anybody. Three what?
3: What will be worse than that? <laughs> Braun Strowman versus 70-year-old Undertaker. That's what it... Is.
2: Uh, so, Strowman
4: speaks, and he's like... The earth will shake, oceans will boil, and darkness will consume all. Brace the the land, the of the
3: dead, and the <laughs> <laughs> Exactly like that. Yeah. Verbatim.
2: Exactly. And uh, Bray goes back, Apocalypse all around
1: you, man. Let me finish he- this pot real quick. I
3: know, <laughs> his movie's coming out in May.
1: Yeah, he needs to just say, I am Batman, and then there you go.
2: Oh, yeah, Strowman. Uh,
1: yes. Shit, a boil. I am Batman. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> He is not Batman. He's not oh, Batman. Yeah. He, also, he was. He's not even the, the penguin. The angel
1: of dirt. The Rusev White. is Batman.
4: I'm Bray Wyatt. Shut up, cat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Here, kitty.
2: That's a, a guest appearance by the Stormy the cat. Ah. Uh. Um. so yeah okay and then uh, after the Fall of the Wizards we got uh, Neville teams up with Lucha Dragons to take on Stardust and the Ascension woo great Cosmic Wasteland Neville and the Lucha
4: Dragons Um.
3: there's an example of a about six people they could be doing more with okay no No. Kalisto they've actually done stuff with five people they could be doing so much more with all in one match
2: Strangely enough, I feel like Stardust feels like, or Cody and I—I'm I, just going to call him
3: the Stardust and uh, thing he's got going on with uh, with the friggin what's they called the Ascension, the Ascension. That could be so awesome if they went full on like supervillain with it, but they, that, that would involve actually doing something.
2: But, uh, it, what seems interesting to me is that cody seems content playing stardust despite the fact of course he is
3: i got he's just like oh, i got to be fun and if i turn back to cody i've got to come out in polka dots so uh,
2: anyway uh neville and the lucha dragons won i don't really remember a ton about this match because i may have fast forwarded um may have not i don't remember
3: look I fast forwarded through all of Raw other than the uh, Brian segment I'm not gonna lie
2: once again I was visiting with family so uh, I don't remember exactly what
3: the my Raw experience was oh look Clisto oh look that guy oh Brian I watched this bit so um my experience watching Smackdown was oh the blue show no I watched that the the blue show
1: Oh, look, Red versus Blue, I just made a Halo reference. So,
2: uh, main event rematch with Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. Um, this was actually really good. Um, oh, interesting cool. thing, I mean, I'm not going to get into all the details because I don't remember them, but they were good. They were good details, you can believe me. Um, I enjoy the match much more when it's a on a roll. Um, I think they're taking this to Mania. I think the rematch mainly because Chris Jericho Um, won.
3: I think they'll probably be adding a third person in there. I think it'll probably be the IC title scene maybe some sort of uh, multi-man match.
2: But, um, Jericho won clean, no shenanigans. I was really surprised. I thought Jericho was gonna cheat because he's pissed and I thought that would, you know, wouldn't have been out of character at all but no, he just, AJ just walked right into a fucking, um, code and there was the pin and it was like okay and of course jerry is like ah that's what you
4: get for uh being a stupid redneck small-ass bitch you dumb little cunt motherfucker ha jericho <laughs> experience all day every day jericho for life fuck you aj styles you short fucking mosquito ass stupid georgia bitch fuck he was just
3: Finally jerry lawler was jim cornett joining no, that's
2: that's a sum up of of Jerry all night. Well, did into about 30 seconds.
3: Sorry, Lawler's turning into Jim Cornette, thing. because that's exactly what that sounded like.
2: He just needs to do the, ah! thing more
3: often. <laughs> oh
2: my god, oh, I love
1: oh
4: that. Oh my god! Oh
1: my god, did you see that, guys? This is Jerry Lawler! Ah! <laughs> now you even saw the girl, Alex!
3: Uh, I'm in Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah. Woo!
2: Yeah. Woo!
4: Woo! Yeah, was uh, uh, touched that whole thing. like
2: I said. So that was the end of SmackDown.
0: All right. Well, um, that was this was definitely a show. Um, Aside ended,
1: from babies on fire it, this week, it's ending stop, on a it's ending on a it.
0: high note with Jerry Lawler. Uh, you know, looking at four year olds. Uh, so I guess with that in mind,
3: don't um, <laughs> forget to. We're not saying anything. We're just saying Jerry Lawler, Ric Flair, Jimmy Savile. Yeah, make the connection.
0: If you can't Google it, and cry, cry a lot. That's gonna do it all for this week's episode of Beyond the Mat. Um, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and
3: join us on Facebook. And uh, please, uh, as you know, let us know. You know, obviously, if you, are have only hearing about the Strada thing tonight. Uh, contact us and uh, let us know. Uh, uh, you know, did you enjoy? Did Did you enjoy when show your favorite memories of the all that kind of stuff?
0: Yeah, because that would be nice to hear. Because I'm sure. Um, you know strata's gone but the memory will live forever and
1: i oh yeah uh, exactly and, I, and I want on.
3: and i want some reviews up on the on the uh, on the things that don't say oh that fucking sweet you know especially now Everybody's nice.
1: about me now look at that commie little little thing. <laughs> you giggle no, too.
3: They, they, this week i'll be like who the fuck is that british guy He doesn't actually watch the fucking shows over the lucha underground <laughs>
0: A British guy watching Mexican wrestling, that's just weird. (laughs) But, you know, that is what it is. We'll see you all next week. Good night, everybody.